Welcome to a very special Christmas edition of the HLS Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Ritter. You can call me ND Tex. And of course, you can always subscribe to us by going to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Podbean. And of course, you can always find us over at our home at HerLoyalSons.com. Folks, join us over in Discord. That's our live chat channel. You can reach us at HerLoyalSons.com slash Discord. Email the show, podcast at HerLoyalSons.com. And folks, as I promised, we are going to have a very special Christmas episode here. Eddie and I took a look at the bowl games uh, for the weekday efforts here. So we're going to go all the way to the 29th and we will be back for the weekend bowls as well as all the New Year's Six and playoff action. So let's go ahead and dive right into it because it is Christmas after all. You're spending time with your families or maybe you're using this as an escape to get away from the families, whatever it may be. Let's go ahead and get right to it. Let's bring on Eddie. And folks, as promised, my Christmas gift to you comes in the form of none other than ND Eddie Mac. Eddie, how are you doing? Shit, I hope y'all kept the receipt. <laughs> hey, well, I mean, here's the weird part. Where we're releasing this during Christmas, we have no idea at this point how all of our picks are going to go because we're having to record this before Christmas because we may be degenerates, but we're de- degenerates that actually want to spend Christmas with our, our loved ones. So there, well, there's only so far we'll ha- go. Have to have to spend Christmas with our loved ones. Maybe not. <laughs> I wouldn't be opposed to doing gambling picks instead. But, you know, obligations are what they are. Yeah, it's just not going to work out so well. I know I will not survive. Uh, If you want me to podcast further, I need to make sure I spend Christmas with my family. But anyway, uh, so what we're going to do, folks, just so you know, we're going to try to split this up. Uh, I've talked on previous episodes how we're going to do it. So in case you have missed it, this episode, we are going to pick all the weekday games. So we're going from the 26th through the 29th, and then we're going to come back again and pick the rest of the New Year's Six and uh, the Liberty Bowl that got snuck in there. So any other random games that are in there, uh, plus Notre Dame at that point as well. So what the other New Year's Bowls as well. So that's kind of the idea, and uh, that's how we're going to roll with it. So, I mean, Eddie, I think that's enough setup. Should we just go ahead and get this sucker rolling? Well, well, to part the kimono a little bit, we should tell them that it is currently Wednesday the 20th, so if things like, oh, I don't know, two of your players decide to shoplift some fucking sweatpants <laughs> and get caught because the quarterback's coach of your team, who the only thing he's ever been good at is running from the cops, doesn't teach him how to do it. You know that we may not be able to factor that in. This is true. This is very true. <laughs> but that being said, let's go, baby. I mean, Eddie, that was an oddly oddly specific example (laughs) i just have to say (laughs) god all right well 
now that we have that in the books, let's go ahead and start rolling through the bowls. It is the day after Christmas. You got your gifts. You're probably a little full from Christmas dinner. Maybe you're even a little hungover, depending on how hard you roll during Christmas. And then you wake up for a kickoff for the Zaxby's Heart of Dallas Bowl, which should be the original Cotton Bowl. That poor, that poor place getting shafted in the New Year's Six and having to move to Jerry World. But anyway, uh, it is going to be between Utah and West Virginia. And Utah in this one, Eddie, they are favored by seven and a half points. Who are you picking in this one? Oh, they, oh, right, of course. The side adds the hook. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, again, one of the reasons why I bring up how early we're picking this game as of now, we haven't heard what Will Greer's status is. I'm assuming he's not playing this game. And because of that, I'm going to take Utah. Now, if his grotesquely mangled finger ends up letting him play, <laughs> I'm going to be pretty pissed off in the next few days. But I don't think we're going to have to worry about that one. Uh, without Greer, I don't know if West Virginia really has any offense. Utah can get the job done. Uh it should still be an interesting game, and I think West Virginia still has a little bit of a shot. But man, without Greer, I just I don't know if that offense can do it. Yeah, and you hit the exact reason why I'm taking Utah as well. Uh, the last injury report I looked at had him listed as doubtful, so that is the level beyond questionable to where this yeah it's not going to happen. It's doubtful for a reason. So uh, I'm not expecting it to happen. And really, do, do you want to come back from an injury just to play in the Zaxby's Heart of Dallas Bowl? <laughs> I mean, they probably still give you chicken fingers on the sideline, right? Oh yeah, no doubt. Oh, you can eat them during the game. Exactly. I, I would just sit back. I mean, that's some that's some decent chicken there. I, I would definitely just kick back, relax, and, and let the rest of your teammates deal with this crap. Uh, yeah, so I'm taking Utah as well on this one. Next up, we have the Quick Lane Bowl. Oh, because when you think postseason, you think of heading to Ford Field in Detroit. That's your postseason reward. And the two teams that get to go into this little tussle are Duke and Northern Illinois. Duke favored by five and a half points in this one. God, I this one was not easy to pick. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's almost a coin flip in this. I ended up taking Duke. I think they're the better team in this one. I'm, I'm not really impressed by what Duke put together their season. And if you play the let's look for a good wins game, they're pretty hard to find in their schedule. But the same is true for Northern Illinois. The Mac isn't, you know, exactly been barn burners this year. And to their credit, they have beaten some power five teams. However, they have had the good fortune of those Power 5 teams being terrible. And in this case, it's Nebraska. So they beat them 21-17 early in the season. Their other Power 5 opponent, they barely lost to Boston College 20-23. to And that was before BC figured out what an offense is. So yeah, I feel Duke's going to be the better team. And when I look at the spread, it feels like Vegas is saying that as well. So I'm going to lean with the house on this one. Give me the Dukies. Who do you got, Eddie? Well, Northern Illinois, like you said, the only Power 5 teams they beat were bad Power 5 teams. Duke is a bad Power 5 team. <laughs> I'm going nilly-nilly here. I just, I'm I'm not lead, I'm not going to leave points with Duke. I'm sorry. I can't lay points with them. They're not good. I'll take Northern Illinois here in just a god-awful football game. And I'm sorry for these kids. <laughs> Christmas in Detroit is a faith that, that y'all just don't deserve. That's just wrong. 
Yeah, well, and, and then the funny part, I mean, Duke going from the Carolinas over to Detroit, there, there is, I would, another reason I was close to not picking Duke was the fact that you're getting a severe downgrade in location, severe, from going to the Carolinas to Detroit. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, next up. Wrong there. No, not at all. Next up to round out your day after Christmas bowl experience is the Cactus Bowl out in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, This, I believe, uh, it's listed as Chase Field. So is this going to be a a game in a fucking baseball field? Fucking baseball field Oh, my God. Home of the (laughs) D-backs. God almighty. All right. Well, in this one, you got Kansas State versus UCLA. And Kansas State, the Wizard, favored by two and a half points in this one. Who do you got, Eddie? Again, there's a question here. No one has said anything about whether Josh Rosen's playing that I've seen. I'm just going to go ahead and assume that Josh Rosen is going to sit this one out (laughs) because even though he has had a pretty bad year, he's still at the top of all the draft boards. Nothing good comes from playing in this game. So I'm assuming that he's out. Even if he's in, though, wouldn't it be just like the Warlock to go ahead and still win this game? I'll take K-State here. I mean, UCLA is just trash. Yeah, your last sentence was going to be my main argument. Regardless if Rosen's playing or not, this entire season, Josh has not been able to do it on his own, and he's going to go face the Wizard in this one? Oh, hell no. There's no way in hell I'm going to take any any part of UCLA, with or without Rosen. Uh, and, of course, you know, they have their head coach, Chick Can, and uh, Chip Kelly is not going to revamp that offense uh he's not gonna pull what the ponies tried to pull (laughs) (laughs) which i'm really enjoying right now i'm just basking in pettiness as that game is currently 48 to 10 in the third god that game is it's terrible it never started well first first play of the game for SMU was a turnover let that be a lesson hire eddie That's right. Get fucked, Sonny Dykes. <laughs> uh, but anyway, just, just to make it clear, I am taking Kansas State in this one. All right. Moving on. It is now Wednesday. And oh, uh, Eddie. <laughs> I, I got a little story to tell. Oh, oh please tell it. Because so, I mean, it's, it's not that good. But I mean, I, I had to go to Shreveport for business not too long ago. And, yeah, I was sad because I, I couldn't go to the casinos. I, I got there too late and had an early morning meeting. So I bit, was a responsible adult. And then I had to hightail it back home once I was done. But as I was driving down the highway, I passed by Independence Stadium in old Shreveport, Louisiana with a wonderful sign for the walk-ons Independence Bowl and the logos of Southern Mississippi versus Florida State. <laughs> oh, what's up, Jack? Oh, I was so close to pulling over and taking a picture, but you know what? I, Jack, I didn't, and it wasn't because I didn't feel like giving you shit. It just wasn't worth stopping the car. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but anyway, Florida State in this one <laughs> favored by 16 and a half. Um, that is way, way too big of a spread here. Look, Florida State has been pretty garbage all year long. Some of it's not their fault. Some of it also is. Yes, you lost your quarterback, but your offensive line has looked like garbage. You barely, barely scraped it together just to get into this game. And now you don't have a head coach in this one. Jimbo went and left you for Texas fucking A&M. 
And you mean to tell me you're going to cover a 16 and a half spread? Hell no. Go ahead and give me Southern Miss in this one. Eddie, who do you have? No doubt. We're on Southern Miss here. Uh, you've got to think Willie Taggart is doing what he should be doing, and that's recruiting right now, trying to salvage. I saw people were today being the first national signing day. There's been a lot of fun ranking pictures, and I think Florida State was somewhere in the 60s. That's not uh, good. No, they got a lot of work to do. Florida State, almost by default, is the more talented team. Southern Miss coming in 7-4 and four on the year, 7-4 and four against the spread. Remember, Florida State has only covered twice this year. And what possible motivation? You know, now we're going into the extracurricular stuff. What <laughs> fucking motivation do you think these kids have? You're spending Christmas in Shreveport in the walk-on bowl? I mean, if this isn't the for a 12-30 kick... This is going to be the most sleepwalk game of all time. Oh, it's good. I'm, not all, I'm on Southern Miss. I'm probably going to sprinkle that money line for some money. I, oh, yeah. This is this might be unwatchable. I, I'm going to text Jack as soon as I wake up in the morning and ask him how hype he is for this one. <laughs> we we should have told him to tune in right now. Get him on the live line. <laughs> we really should have. That would have been great. Uh, all right, well, let's move on because after after you get the, the great, incredible Walk-On's Independence Bowl, you got the New Era Pinstripe Bowl. Uh, man, this game, uh, let's just say take the under. And that is because Iowa and Boston College are going to face off. Now, yes, Boston College has found a little bit of an offense, but despite that, Iowa favored by two and a half points. Who do you got in this one in Yankee Stadium, Eddie? Uh, beyond my continued anger about football games and baseball stadiums, I'm I'm not so sure about that total. Boston College found themselves an offense in the second half of the year. I'm definitely taking Boston College here. I don't trust Iowa. Uh, but even Iowa has been known to score some points. I actually like the over in this one. What? I think because because your initial reaction of oh shit it's Iowa Boston College they're definitely going under that's what they want you to think the public this is going to be one of the few times when the public's actually going to be on the under I'm actually going to be on the over here uh, but give me BC I don't trust Iowa at all uh, picking against Iowa in bowl games has done greatness for me I have no past. idea what you're talking about Eddie oh I think you do <laughs> shout out trees oh god um, no but I'm gonna take BC here I just I think they're a better team uh, eight and three on the year against the spread you know Iowa had that Ohio State game and that's about it <laughs> yeah that's all I got so yeah I'm gonna take BC and I'm actually taking the over here uh, I I here, here's why I, I feel it's gonna be under city because Iowa makes people play ugly and and yes Boston College can score points but here's the other side of the coin Iowa has been known to score points and, and here's what happens when when they do as they got into conference play they scored 45 against Illinois, followed it up with 10 points against Northwestern. Score 55 against Ohio State, followed up with 14 points against Wisconsin. And now they put a 56 spot on Nebraska, and here they come playing Boston College. 
I like the uh, trend of them falling on their face to continue here. I am taking Boston College. I think Iowa's going to have BC playing just ugly enough. It's going to be cold. And if I remember correctly from Notre Dame's wonderful experience in that bowl, the field is also garbage for football. It's so bad. It's it's almost like it's a fucking baseball field. (laughs) So I I, I would, if the weather itself is not going to be crap, the field's going to be crap. This has all the signs. I I get your logic, but go ahead. If I'm walking in that trap, trap. if I'm walking into it with that under, I'm going to go in whistling into that one because I... Boston College is the only team I trust to score points in this game, and that is a weird, weird thing to say. True. It is It is worth noting, though, Boston College has lots of experience playing football and baseball stadiums. <laughs> you know what? This is very fair. That That is a very, very fair statement. All right, moving on. We got the Foster Farms Bowl over in Levi Stadium in sunny California. This is one of the few bowl games not on ESPN. So make sure you uh, actually put the tuner over to Fox uh, for this one against Arizona and Purdue. Arizona favored by three and a half points. And I tell you what, as much as Purdue is, has put together some fun moments, have kind of had a devil-may-care attitude about what they do, it's great. They're fun to watch, but in the end, Purdue played in a very, very mediocre Big Ten and came out 500. Arizona has actually been fairly decent. Yes, Pac-12 themselves also mediocre, but they got some decent wins there. They beat Washington State, which was rather surprising. And as far as what they did against, I mean, they beat the rest of the teams they probably should have in the Pac-12 and lost to ones that you would probably expect them to lose to. So when I look at that, I feel Arizona might just be the better team in this one. Uh, and uh, also, I believe we have uh, Mr. Khalil Tate in this one as well. He's he's still playing, isn't he? Or am I completely off? I, as far as I know, he's playing. All right. Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume so, and and that heavily pushes me towards Arizona. So I will lay those three and a half. Eddie, who do you got? Man, this is uh, this is CFB Twitter's bowl of the year, probably. <laughs> yeah, you got Jeff Brown's Purdue on the come up. Uh, they're going to be a very fun team in the next few years, which holy shit i just said purdue is gonna be a fun team (laughs) we're in a weird world that's that's a sentence i never thought i'd utter uh but then on the flip side like you said you got khalil tate one of the most fun players in college football this year uh as as i believe you said on one of our weeks people finally started figuring him out once they got a little tape on him Purdue ain't paying that much attention to his tape. And and while Purdue is getting a little faster compared to Big Ten teams, they're still on that Big Ten speed. I like Khalil Tate to do some Khalil Tate shit, and I'm taking Arizona. And I think this could be a two-score game. Oh, all right. Uh, yeah, this is this. I think this is going to be a secretly decent game, uh, to say the least. I'm I'm actually looking forward to this one. Fox oh, Fox lucked out. Great. Fox lucked out on that one. Uh, and then on the other side of the channel, about a half hour later, on ESPN owning the rest of the bowls, they get the pleasure of hosting a Big Twelve Classic Championship matchup in the Academy Sports and Outdoors Texas Bowl. Texas taking on Missouri. And Missouri favored by two and a half points in this one. Eddie, who do you have? Rivalry reborn. (laughs) Finally, the old foes back together. Um, I'm taking Texas here. Uh, One, it is the Texas Bowl. It's literally their game. That's a nice little bonus for them. 
uh, Texas is a young team. I think they're a more talented team. And I think that Tom Herman is going to make a real push here to go out on a good note to build for the future. Uh, speaking of today being early National Signing Day, Texas came in with the number three class right now. Mm-hmm. They've got like six top 25 DBs committed. Like, that's insane. Some people are calling it the best defensive back class ever. That's not bad. Uh, so you got to think they're going to want to build to the future. And on the whole, I just think Texas is more talented. Uh, Mizzou really hasn't done shit this year. I mean, they got bodied by a Purdue team that we just talked about. You look at their wins. I mean, they had that win against Arkansas uh, last week of the season that sealed the deal for Burt, even though he was done so already. You know, they beat the shit out of Tennessee and Florida. Cool. They did. Impressive, I guess. Nah, I'm, I'm taking Texas here. I just, I think they're more talented, top to bottom. Yeah, they might be, but I'm actually taking Mizzou in this one. Uh, partly, this this may be me picking out a spite and just hoping bad things happen to Texas. Uh, but because, yeah, they got a great recruiting class, but they're not playing in this game, and they they have had such a weird, weird season. And Texas has dropped games that that just kind of make you scratch your head, and they ended on one of those heads scratchers against Texas Tech. Now, Mizzou, on the other hand, yes, they don't have very impressive wins, but it's been interesting to watch how their schedule developed. I mean, they had a throwaway game against Missouri State, so go ahead and kick that one out the door. Then they proceed to lose five in a row, and then they go and proceed to win six in a row. So I like that trend a little bit. Uh, I think they'll be able to put just enough together here. And, and when I think of motivation, I, I don't think that Texas has got that motivation right now, even if they are kind of playing, quote unquote, at home ish. Um, I think there's still a little bit of bad blood here because there's a reason Mizzou's in the SEC and left the Big 12. I think they'd love to take it to Texas in this one. So I'm going for a little bit of a motiv- motivation factor here, and I hope that gets me a field goal. So I'm going to take the risk here. And go Mizzou in this one. All right, flip over the calendar to another day. We have the Military Bowl presented by Northrop Grumman. That is a long-ass bowl. Uh, This is going to be at Annapolis, so Navy is going to be a home team in this one, and they are favored by one and a half points against Virginia, and I know that typically the rule is you do not pick against military teams in a military-themed bowl, especially when said team is a home team. However, Navy has just not been that good this year. And then they lost they lost their biggest game of the year to Army. So they've had a heartbreaker. Not only that, that was the end of a three-game skid. They lost to Notre Dame, lost to Houston, and lost to Army. Virginia, on the other hand, they've been actually putting some stuff together here. They haven't been great. But I think they might just be dangerous enough to cause a little bit of havoc. So go ahead and give me the who's in this one. I'm going to take Virginia. Eddie, who do you have? Navy in the military bowl at home. Yes. Come on, son. <laughs> Come on, son. Are you kidding me? Hey, I, I'm definitely I, I, going Navy. And and again, this is a Navy team that 100% should have beaten Notre Dame. Yes. If it wasn't for the fact that their tight end couldn't stay on his feet, that was free. That was such a wide open six. They should have had that game. Uh, Virginia's trash. Give me Navy. <laughs> hey, look, I've learned my lesson about road teams, clearly. 
just wrong with it? Clearly. <laughs> I'm going what's gotten me here because I'm a very smart person. All right. Uh, let's see. Next up here, we have the Camping World Bowl where number 22, Virginia Tech, is going to take on number 19, Oklahoma State. This is going to be another one of those Orlando, Florida games in the Camping World Stadium. And in this one, we got Okie State, your nemesis, Eddie, favored by four and a half points. This is the last time you ever have to pick this team this season. So what are you going to do in this one? Man, what the fuck am I going to do in this one? <laughs> I I really need to go back and see where I ended up with Okie State picks because, honestly, they just throttled me this year. <laughs> so, well once more into the breach i'm a, i'm gonna ride with the pokes i don't think virginia tech's got the firepower to hang with them uh okie state as far as you know i haven't heard of anyone sitting out james washington is the only guy that i think would sit out but wide receiver you typically don't hear about that too much usually it's more running backs i don't see virginia tech keeping pace uh okie state is very good at scoring points they're also good at giving up points, but Virginia Tech not exactly known for scoring them. So we're going to take the cowpokes one last time. Oh, Eddie, I'm going to ride with you on this one. I'm taking Okie State as well. You I, dummy. I know. I, I can't believe it, but it, it's written down on the sheet of paper in front of me. So I, I did this before I knew what you were going to pick, so I'm now scared, <laughs> one. But two, I, I do agree with you. There is just so much firepower over on Oklahoma State. And Virginia Tech, while they, you know, that Bud Foster defense, they can do some good things. I just don't think they're going to be able to outlast, and, and they're going to wear down by the second half. I can see this being close for a while, and then Oklahoma State pulling away by maybe one or two possessions at the end of it. So yeah, I'm going to ride with the Pokes as well. <laughs> Why the hell not? All right, next up, we got uh, uh, some dueling bowls here. We're going to start with the one on Fox, and that is the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. Goodness gracious, this is a mouthful. Uh, so this is going to be in San Diego. Beautiful, beautiful San Diego. And number 18, Washington, going to take on number 16, Michigan State. Uh, Washington State, rather, not Washington. Apologies for that. Washington State taking on Michigan State. Man, give me the fighting leeches in this one. Uh, they are the favorite team by two and a half points. I will definitely lay those. I just don't think Michigan State's that good, like, at all. And you take a look at when they actually went up against competition. You know, they lost to Notre Dame pretty embarrassingly. They shot themselves in the foot repeatedly. They lost to Northwestern, who's apparently supposed to be a decent team. And they got throttled and embarrassed by Ohio State. And you're going to bring the Pirate into that situation? Oh, man. I am going to very much look forward to D'Antonio getting driven crazy by Leach. So go ahead and give me Wazoo in this one. Who do you got, Eddie? I'm with you on this one. Uh, I agree. I don't think Sparty's that good. I don't think they can keep up if Washington State gets the offense rolling the way that they can. And as we all know, Sparty thrives on two things, disrespect and shitty weather. (laughs) You went to possibly the worst place in the world for shitty weather. San Diego is a beautiful 70 degrees every single day of the year. So you're not getting that there. Uh, Give me the pirate. You know, maybe Qualcomm starts to fall apart in the middle of the game. And Michigan State uses that as disrespect. The lights go out uh, again. <laughs> God, yeah, who knows? But uh, you know, the Holiday Bowl. 
almost every single year is bonkers so it should be a fun one of just a great clash of style in this game uh so this one should be a lot of fun but yeah i'm on wazoo Alrighty, next up we got on the other side of the channel on ESPN the Valero Alamo Bowl where number 13 Stanford takes on number 15 TCU down in San Antonio, Texas. Eddie, TCU favored by two and a half points. Who you got here? Man, this is a ball game right here. This is one of the best bowls of the year, I think. I've gone back and forth on this one a lot. These teams are, are kind of similar. Uh, both can play very good defense. Both like to grind you out. When it comes down to it, though, Kenny Hill does a lot of dumb shit. <laughs> and the public seems to be pretty heavy on TCU right now. So while I hate him, I'm going to go with the trees. Uh, you know, KJ Costello and his roommate, brother, lover, whatever, uh, <laughs> have a great thing going with Caden Smith. They were killing it. They killed us. Uh, had a hell of a game against USC. I think this is going to be a pretty low scoring game, which means turnovers are going to be pretty much the ball game. And while Kenny Hill can do some good stuff, he is known for doing some real dumb shit. And I wouldn't be surprised if he does more. So I'm going to take Stanford here. Well, I hope good Ken Hill shows up in this one because I'm going with the frogs in this one. Uh, and one thing about Stanford, I'm just wondering what impact, if any, Bryce Love will have in this one. That, that's really one of the things I'm wondering about because I I just take a look at Stanford and anytime they start to do things with their passing game, it drives me insane because I just wonder if anybody in college football knows how to cover the fucking tight end seam. It, it seems to be indefensible when you play Stanford for whatever reason. Uh, but TCU, this is a as close to a home game as you're going to get in a, in a bowl unless you're Navy. So they gotta, they're they going to have at least some home crowd there. This is a disappointment you know, landing spot for Stanford in, in a way because they didn't win the Pac-12 title. But, man, I, I just can't do it, Eddie. I, I get all your reasonings, but I can just not pick Stanford. I can't do it. Go ahead and give me the frogs in this one. All right. Calendar moved. And we, talk about bonkers. Bowls, Eddie. Th this might be the front runner for most Elk. consistent bonkers bowl every single year. And yes, sir, that is the Belk Bowl, which seems to be the home for the Texas Aggies because here they are again in this one. And they are facing off against Wake Forest over in Charlotte, North Carolina. This is going to be the noon kick on Friday the 29th. So we're finally in the last day. We're almost at the end of this. And in this one, the Aggies are a three-and-a-half-point dog. There is no way in hell I'm taking Texas A&M in this one. Uh, Wake Forest has been a good team. They've been a really good team. They've had a, they got a great offense, and Texas A&M, their defense has been known to do some of the dumbest shit week in and week out. I'm looking for Wake Forest to actually carve them up pretty well. Now, no matter what happens, this game's going to be close. This spread is also close. I am terrified of a backdoor cover in this one <laughs> for that three and a half, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and take I, I just don't trust the Aggies, and uh, Jimbo's not going to have an effect on this game. So it ain't happening yet. Give me Wake Forest to close out one hell of a good season. Who do you got, Eddie? I'm going to take Wake as well. Uh, Jimbo's not coaching this game. They're, you got to wonder what AM's, you know, the roster, what are they thinking? There's going to be some disarray there, I think. 
And like you said, Wake has been very good on offense. They've been a hell of a second half team uh, late. We saw it against us where they decided to turn it on and became an unstoppable force. Now, how much of that was because Notre Dame quit caring? I don't know. Uh, But they did that to a couple teams. I like Wake here. I just, it's hard to come up with reasons to pick A&M. Uh, I don't blame you. I don't blame you one bit, and that's coming from an Aggie fan. All right, next up, we got the Hyundai Sun Bowl over in El Paso, Texas, and this is going to be number 24, North Carolina State versus Arizona State. North Carolina State favored by seven and a half points in this one. Who do you got, Eddie? Well, <laughs> I got three words for you. Okay. Herm fucking Edwards. <laughs> Give me the wolf pack. Too sweet, me. <laughs> yes. Too sweet. Right back at you. Yeah, That was my literal reasoning, too. Any school that's dumb enough to fire a coach that led you to a seven-win season and then get Herm fucking Edwards on board, who wasn't even, was very confused about the size of jerseys. That was great. And the best part is, okay, we're going to hire a new coach, but we're going to keep our coordinators. And then a week later, they they left. Coordinators. <laughs> you, you, what the fuck are y'all doing? You can't tell me there is not super disarray in that camp. You think anybody from Arizona State is going to give a flying fuck about a game in El Paso? Hell no. Now, the best part about this is I almost hope, even though I'm picking North Carolina State, I kind of want them to lose just to see what Doran can bitch about this week. Just to, just to see what kind of Il- bullshit Il- he'll Il- come hopping over the border and distracting him. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, but yeah, uh, God, I, I can't stand that guy. But anyway, yeah, there's if you're, if you're going to say, hey, there's Herm Edwards effect over here. And, and then there's Doran. Yeah, I'll take Doran. Uh, so, yeah, give me North Carolina State and that one. All right. We got coming up next. The Franklin American Mortgage Bowl. Uh, uh, is this a... Franklin American, I think I may have mistyped this. Is this uh, Music City, is, I believe, as well? Franklin American Mortgage Music City, since it's Kentucky a national. Northwestern? Yep. Yeah, it's Music City. That's what I thought. I, I failed to type it in on my calendar, so we found one error if you downloaded that. My bad. Uh, but anyway, this is going to be Kentucky against number 21, Northwestern. And Northwestern in this one, favored by seven and a half points. Oh my God, this game. I I don't even know what to do on this because I feel like I should pick against Northwestern. Almost, it, it almost feels like the right thing to do because I don't think they're that good. I don't think they're a top 25 team. I think you got Kentucky on the other side who has not played great football this season either. They've lost some maddening games as well, especially to Florida in week four. That was by far one of the dumbest games I've ever witnessed in in any length. At the end of the day, I just can't take Northwestern. I I have a feeling this game's going to be some kind of ugliness in between. So I'm looking for backdoor cover here with that hook. I'm looking for the hook to save me. So go ahead and give me Kentucky. Eddie, who do you got? Yeah, I really don't like that hook, and I really don't like the thought of laying points with Northwestern. But you brought it up. Kentucky has looked bad. Last couple weeks, got bodied by Louisville, Mm -hmm. got bodied by Georgia, beat Vandy, got beat by Ole Miss. I mean, this is not a good football team. They started the year great and just regressed real hard. Meanwhile, Northwestern... I don't know how, but 
they've got themselves a lot of wins. They played they in the Big really Ten, that's up. how. I mean, yeah, that's true. But one, you know, coming in on a seven-game win streak, they've been playing good football. I don't like it. I don't feel good about it. I have zero desire to watch a second of this game. <laughs> but go ahead and give me the Wildcats. Meow. All right. Well, I mean, you don't have to. You got the Sun Bowl to distract you. And then kind of in the middle of it, as the Sun Bowl's winding down, you got the Nova Home Loans Arizona Bowl between Utah State and New Mexico. <laughs> if, if you can find the CBS Sports Network, you can go ahead over and watch this one. Oh, man. We, we've been at least talking about teams we, we knew about, and, and now we come right smack dab in the middle of two teams I don't know a damn thing about. Again, gun to my head, I, I'm dead if you, if you want something. The only thing I can tell you that may that resembles anything of an opinion is that I feel like I got to take at least one Aggies here. So give me Utah state and favored by four and a half. I guess they're the better team. I don't know. Eddie, who do you have? <laughs> you realize it doesn't work to say you need to take an Aggies team when they're both the Aggies, right? Yes. Okay. Just making sure <laughs> since, since, since you botched that joke once this year, I just wanted to clarify that you knew what you were doing. Uh, why is this a game? <laughs> Good God. I'm going to take Utah State, too, because New Mexico State is close to New Mexico, which makes me think of Bob Davey, so fuck him. There you go. Logic. That's what we have. All right. We, we had that little palate cleanser in there to get to the good here, and this is going to be the last game that we pick, and that is the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic, which might as well be a Rose Bowl Classic. Number eight, Southern Cal versus number five, Ohio State. Southern Cal, seven and a half point favorite. Oh, man, I am looking forward to this one. Eddie, who nope, do you no, have? No, 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 what? no, 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 that's not right. Oh, no, Ohio State favored by seven and a half. My bad. Right. Sorry, misread that. Anyway, Eddie, who do you have in this one now that we got everything clear? Well, I wish I had your line because that'd make me feel a lot better about my pick. <laughs> uh, but I'm taking Ohio State. I think Ohio State's the better team, especially when it comes to defense. And, you know, for all the talk about Sam Darnold this year, how shitty has he looked in so many games? I mean, he's got to be one of the most turnover-prone quarterbacks I've seen since, I don't know, Notre Dame's fucking quarterback coach. <laughs> Somebody, I can't remember if it was Solid Verbal or Shutdown Fullcast. There was some podcast that had a thought experiment of, think of what would happen if you flip Josh Rosen and Sam Darnold this year. Oh. Josh Rosen not only wins the Heisman, but has one of probably the greatest years in the history of college football. Easily. Whereas Sam Darnold has a ratio of four to 56 touchdowns to interceptions. <laughs> I mean, uh, USC is going to get worked in this game, I think. I, I like Ohio State handily. So noted Southern Cal fan is going to go Southern Cal on this one because I think they're going to be... Oh, no! They're going to be able to keep it just close enough. I, I think this is going to be an absolute barn burner. In fact, I, I can see this one potentially turning into a shootout. Now, granted, that's as long as Darnold doesn't do exactly what you're talking about. That is the one thing that terrifies me. However, I feel like both of these teams are going to bring their best at this one. I think this is going to be a hell of a game and because of that, I see it decided in one possession. I think Ohio 
Ohio State's going to win this game for certain, but I think SC is going to cover in this one. Yes, I feel dirty, but that's my pick, and I'm sticking to it. So have you already bought your unborn child the you know what? Tommy Trojan horse stuffed animal? You are an ass. That is, that is, you take that back, sir. That is the worst thing you have ever said to me on this podcast. That's, hey, man, that's you're, you're the one, you're, you're the Trojan lover. It's not my fault. Hey, look, you picked Stanford earlier. I'm just saying. I'm I picked just Stan- saying. I picked Stanford once. I didn't stick with them all year long like you have with USC. Well, you know what? It's actually and, Stan- and Stanford is not an arch rival, <laughs> sir. <laughs> but you know what? I've actually been right about Southern Cal. So I'm I'm again. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna roll with what got me here. I know it's not far where I've where I'm at, but I, I, I gotta say, keep under, rolling with it. Under, under 500 <laughs> still. Uh, is that where you want to go? <laughs> All right, well, that is going to do it for us, folks. That is a heck of a lot of games that we just picked. And when you next hear from the two of us, we are going to have some awesome games to pick. We're going to have the Saturday games, the New Year's games. Oh, man, it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. But until that time, Eddie, go ahead and send us on out. We've got ourselves a pretty fun slate here. I mean, you take out the New Mexico, Utah, Kentucky, Northwestern bullshit. There are a lot of fun balls in this matchup. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun. I guess you will have already heard this when it airs, so I hope Santa brought you what you wanted. (laughs) I hope that it wasn't suspensions for Notre Dame players because he already got you that. Also, why are you asking for that? Don't be a dick. Um... That's all I got. I hope you all had a good one. Have a happy new year. I guess we'll talk to you before then. So never mind. Strike that part. I don't care about your new year yet. (laughs) Shit, I got nothing else. Go Irish. Hell gambler. As always, want to thank Eddie for coming on and doing the picks, man. We are we are getting very, very close to the end here. But this is the time when bowl season really ramps up and picks up. There's been a, a lot of blowouts. There's been a handful of fun games. But this is really like the, the meat of it. We had all the appetizers. We, we had the, the opening round of the card. Now we get into that good, good mid-card action. And we really get into some of the matches that are going to steal the show. So very excited for the bowl action that's going to come up. But, folks. I thank you so much for spending the party or Christmas holiday with us. And until next time, folks, make sure you go subscribe to us over at iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Podbean. And of course, we are always over at HerLoyalSons.com. Come join us in Discord, HerLoyalSons.com slash Discord. Email the show, podcast at HerLoyalSons.com. And you can follow me at NDText, Shane at Superman, TD Jesus, Eddie at ND, Eddie Mac. And until next time, y'all, have a very Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and of course, go Irish, be Tigers. Tigers.